0: Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Ranger Pod, the podcast that's throwing cream pies at the Morphin Grid one episode at a time. I'm PDT, the person who people regard as an expert on Power Rangers, but I'm really not. And joining me for this journey is Grax. Hi there, some people think I'm not an expert, and they'd be right. But you wouldn't have to be an expert on Power Rangers to know that this is a very exciting week. Yeah? Because if I've got my sums right, and I probably haven't, By the time this goes out, there will be just two days before the Power Rangers movie hits our cinema screens. What? Two days until the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 2017 edition? It's just called Power Rangers, Grax. Don't get excited. um, Ah, but... Well, do get excited, because we're going to see the film! Ah, I'm so confused! Calm down. Be excited! Calm down. Be excited! But look, we are going to try and record a special episode after we've seen the film, which will hopefully go out sometime next week. And what we would really love is for some of your thoughts on the film, if you're listening. If you've seen the film and you've got some things you want to say, maybe some things you've noticed in the film, please do let us know your thoughts, your observations. Email us, therangerpod at gmail.com, or tweet us, at rangerpod. Uh, Or you can find us on Facebook, rangerpod. You can find us everywhere. We are social media whores. We, We are spreading everywhere like a virus. Yep. But the movie is not what we're here to talk about today. Not today, because today is episode 6 of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's right, Food Fight, which, as everyone knows, originally aired on September 4th, 1993. I'll go with my usual caveat, you don't have to watch the episode to enjoy the show, but it helps. It's available on Netflix, Shout Factory DVD, just look for it, it's everywhere, man. Yeah. So, Grax, without further ado... Tell us about Food Fight. It's episode six,
1: and we start off at the Angel Grove Gym and Juice Bar because they're hosting a cultural food festival. A food festival to raise funds for preschool and daycare centre, some generic one which I don't <laughs> really mention by name. Yeah, and everybody is kicking in, contributing to the food, including the, our heroes who have their own food stand of their own particular. Um, yeah. Is, uh, moving on.
0: Let, no, let's let's cover this. Trini has a massive sign behind her that says Asian, and Zach has a massive sign behind him that says African American.
1: Uh, I, I thought it said Jamaican, but okay. No. No,
0: and Kimberly and Jason are on the USA stand and Kimberly's dressed up like Daisy Duke or something, which is a plus point for the episode. And of course, Jason's
1: all pumped up with his muscles and his uh, red, white and blues, star spangled top hat.
0: Yeah, he's like, hey, do you want some burgers? Come and have some burgers. Yeah. Fresh out of the oven.
1: Anyway, um, where are we? Uh, Yeah. Meanwhile, Rita is sick for some reason. baboon Squats try and cheer her up by showing her the food festival, and this only makes her more ill.
0: Poor Rita.
1: Poor Rita indeed. But then suddenly hula girls. (laughs) They finish a dance.
0: They finish the world's most lacklustre hula dance.
1: They're just like,
0: eh, we're being paid nothing to do this. We're practically earning slaves. Mm.
1: Everyone's having fun And then Bulk and Skull And their two hired goons for the day They approach the scene And then Bulk says "Hmm, it's This is the best time for those goody goods To be getting creamed
0: yep. With these pies <laughs> <laughs> Let's give them a cream pie Ah, uh, hey, that's an innocent term until porn came along. <laughs> Bulk and Skull have a plan. that gets the highest goons to spread out with the cream pies. Bulk throws the
1: first cream pie at the principal because he has a death wish for some reason. <laughs> uh, why? Okay, so the pie knocks off the principal's toupee, splats on Skull, and then Skull declares... Food fight!
0: Everything just goes
1: crazy, doesn't it? Everything goes bananas! Everyone's running around aimlessly. (laughs) Pies are being thrown. Food's being thrown. People are grabbing ketchup and mustard and squeezing them like they're big throbbing...
0: Weapons I'm shouting t- at my, the heavens that's probably my favorite shot the random dude who just goes Argh! and squeezes two bottles at the same time and He's really getting into the whole thing
1: this food fight gives Rita a plan she gives her an idea she shouts to Finster to make her a piggy monster with the plan to eat all the food on planet Earth Finster makes a pig monster and it's um it doesn't look great it doesn't look very good at all uh'll we'll
0: we'll, 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 cover, we'll talk about that later
1: yes well it doesn't look very good at all but it's all right because the pig monster is being sent to earth and the first thing it does is it, it jumps on some trash and pours some trash on his face and falls over a lot just uh, sort of and... rolls
0: in the food really yes it, it does
1: that's that's not how you eat food you don't eat food by <laughs> shoving your head and food and just rolling around
0: well i do well
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay So anyway, back to the food fight, and the heroes decided enough is too much, and they decided to take it upon themselves to stop the food fight. There's cream pies everywhere! Everyone's creamed all over the place. It all comes to an end where Zack lures Bok who's acting like a bull with his uh, two cans of squirty cream. And he do a bullfighting routine. Toro, Toro, Toro! Bulk runs at Zack. Zack Johnson's out the way. He jumps on the long table full fo- of food and slides across the long table of food like a train. Sound effects and all, which causes the punch bowl to be knocked comically across the room, splashing the principal with punch liquid. And the principal goes, That's it! I've had enough! I've had enough of this shenanigans! You... Oh, I'm going to tidy this up. You, Jason, uh, uh, take this broom. You, rangers, you heroes are, are responsible for this. Let's hope there's enough money for the funds.
0: I bet there won't be.
1: But there's no time to clean up this mess because Zordon calls up the rangers.
0: Beep, 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 beep,
1: beep, beep. The rangers go to the command center. Zordon shows the rangers the pig monster and claims he claims that the pig monster will eat all the food within 48 hours. <gasps> That's a load of rubbish. <laughs> don't believe at the rate of the pig was eating that food, I don't believe for a second he could eat the entire world's food supply in forty-eight hours. No. But anyway, it doesn't matter because it's morphing time! Yay! It's morphing time at nine minutes into the episode. Nice. And so they jump onto this random roof and that the power rangers start fighting the pig monster with their various power weapons. However, the pig monster has one up on them because he starts to eat all the power weapons. With the power weapons gone, the pig defeats the ranger by blowing some weird gas on them and the causes the camera to spin around 360 degrees a few times so the rangers revert back to human form and are just dumped at some random park. In the middle of
0: de- the daytime,
1: once again, in the middle of
0: the daytime, <laughs> where
1: anyone could see them. That's not the problem. The problem is the pig monster has now gone to the food festival and oh, is terrorizing. It's terrorizing all the humans. And there's a girl screaming, and they all run away. A man falls over a table, and the pig once again starts rubbing its snout in all the food in, in some kind of crazy ritual, which it calls eating
0: eating making love what's the difference well uh, yes i suppose
1: that's very true but it goes for all the food and before the human rangers can arrive the pig is long gone and it has completely eaten everything except the spicy food oh and with this piece of information in mind the rangers they come up with a plan it's morphing time again! It kills the time, doesn't it? The morphing time, blah, blah, blah. They find the pig again. The pig goes, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the rangers go, hey, here's some food. We've got a selection of food from you. From Subway's foot-long sandwich to cake to oversized sushi. And their plan is just to feed the pig. So they keep yep. throwing all the food at the pig. They feed it, feed it, feed it. Except for one in which they put in a hot, spicy turnip. Is it a turnip or a radish? It's probably a radish, but it looks like a turnip to right. my eyes. <laughs> turn to around this is long parsnip that's the one i'm thinking of right regardless the point of the matter is it's a root vegetable which apparently is very hot so they stick it in the sub they give the sub to the pig the pig eats it and then it goes and then yellow gas starts spewing out everywhere and then it vomits out all the food it had eaten
0: well it mainly just vomits out the ranger's weapons
1: well, no, 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 there's the bit beforehand. It vomits out all the food it had eaten in perfect condition, mind. <laughs> Not even chewed, perfect condition. And then it vomits out the power weapons, in which the rangers grab the power weapons and start slapping the pig face all over the shop, form some mega gun, shooty-shooty, bangy-bangy, explosions. The pig is dead. Long live the pig. And then the rangers, they go back to the food festival, and they get... Oh, they're back in the human forms, by the way. And they uh, go, ah. Uh, Oh no, there's, there's still a mess everywhere. But Zordon congratulates them for the job well done. Alpha pops up saying, I've got a plan to defeat the pig monster. And then just uh... like, shut up, Alpha. You're way behind. We already figured that out. And Alpha goes, oh. <laughs> and Alpha goes, oh. What am I going to do with all this food? I not know. I'll just transport it to you guys anyway. And so he does. And then the principal turns up and goes, Guess what? I know you kids were not responsible <laughs> for this food fight. It's okay. Uh, we did actually raise enough money for the Rec Center, no, the day park center or some charity, I don't know. Then the uh, principal then goes, I'm hungry, and Trinity goes, Have a Subway sandwich. That'll be twenty dollars. Here, have this raw radish sandwich, which the principal begins to eat lengthwise, horizontally, which is weird. And then he goes, Ah, <laughs> oh, it's really hot. And Kimberly gives him a jug full of water, which he pours over his face. He says it's spicy. Ha ha ha.
0: The end. Whew. That was a hell of an episode. So what did you think of the episode overall? First Uh, impressions? Well, at first I didn't like it, and then it started to win me over,
1: which means I kind of liked it a bit better. I mean, the thing about this episode is this is a prime example of people not acting like human beings. Yeah. And what I mean by that is people just go crazy. They just do all sorts of weird stuff that they just don't do (laughs) in real life. Like, for example, the the principal eating the Subway sandwich lengthways, like digging into a side rather than eating it like like a big baguette.
0: No, that's not how you eat a sandwich. Well, the whole food fight scene is just some kind of madness takes hold. As you mentioned in the synopsis, there's this shot where this one guy just gets two bottles and just goes, Aah! and just discharges the whole bottle.
1: And things, I, I'm fed up. I am fed up right now of this whole routine where people are chasing after the rangers they step aside and then they just jump at whatever is in front of them (laughs) I mean Bulk does it he jumps at the table which he slides across it the hired bully man jumps at Trini and Billy
0: he jumps past them way past the point where it would have caused any sense into a bucket full of beans well should we leap straight into dissecting this one because I do want to talk about Bulk and Skull and their friends oh yeah sure go right ahead I mean, I know I've not said what I think of it I quite like it, but that's beside the point We'll, we'll get to the ratings later Because Balkan Skull in this I mean, again They're with their female friend, who we saw before Yeah And they've got an extra male friend, neither of them are paid to have any lines <laughs> They
1: cost too much to be But now, I don't know how they managed to get A fourth person involved if they're not paying them
0: no, well, They're paid, but they're not paid to have dialogue They're paid with exposure that's a different pay scale. Ah. And being able to actually speak. <laughs> Bulk and Skull act really weird in this. Well, Bulk acts really weird in this episode. Uh, really? How? What
1: makes you think that, besides all the sexual innuendos?
0: Well, there's the bit where he turns into a bull. Oh, God, yeah, with the two squirty cream cans where he's just like. Uh... Yeah, he sort of faces Zack, and then Zack decides to do the Matador thing. And instead of going, What are you doing, Zack? I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> Bulk just sort of adopts the bull pose. And then Zach plays along with it, pulls out his apron to turn it into a cape and goes, Toro, Toro! Well, you know, Zach's having a laugh, but Bulk actually does it. You know, he starts snorting and then runs towards it. I'm like, what the hell? What's wrong with you, man? (laughs) It should be noted, this is quite an important episode in a sense, because it's the first time that Bulk and Skull actually come face-to-face with a monster. Oh, yes, this is true. I mean, this is the first time, and then Bulk and Skull try to be a bit intimidating towards the pig. Yeah, Bulk- by Bulk does, doesn't he? He kind of does a little piggy nose. Yeah. And then immediate- then the pig kind of goes, rah, and they're like, oh, hell, we've just peed our pants.
1: And it's like, I don't quite understand, why were you not afraid to begin with? And then nothing happened, and now you're suddenly afraid. How, did you not realise that this is a giant uh, uh, private
0: parts monster? Well, saying... he's, not, he's not that giant, and we're still in an early part of the season, season where maybe they're not quite used to always having monsters around yet. I mean, later on, Bulk and Skull get quite a lot of time with the monsters. Yeah? Especially, well, especially come series two and three, when, the, when they had the a lot of the monster costumes sent over. Ah, okay. Because without we going into it too much, they had to use American suits. So they kind of had to have American monster costumes as well. I'll tell you what, I did want to say that um, I feel that there was a distinct quality of costume
1: between the Japanese pig monster and the American pig monster. It was almost like it was just tired
0: and a bit run down, Yeah, the American version. Which it probably was. You know, it's probably the same monster costume and it got sent over by which point it was a bit tired and run down. I almost, it almost looked like the pig
1: monster in the American version had dead eyes. You know, the kind of dead eyes where... Don't we all... <laughs> Wait, are you saying you got dead eyes in which your yeah. eyes kind of cl- cloud over because you don't want to live anymore?
0: Yep. Oh. That's exactly what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I want to talk about how fine how fine Kimberly's looking in this episode
0: yep with her dace
1: jukes and her short shorts um shorts and her tied up (laughs) pink uh shirts revealing her uh tummy and her pigtails it's like beautiful absolutely
0: beautiful there is still a lot being left to the imagination but it's yeah it's a nice costume it's it's
1: just it was the best thing about the entire episode I'm going to say right now
0: (laughs) Yeah, same can't be said of Billy's headache-inducing T-shirt. Ah, uh,
1: you're right. I caused a bit of a migraine, and but it was all right. I just kept looking into Kimberly's eyes, and um, everything was okay.
0: <laughs> ah, excellent. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm I'm sure your girlfriend will be very happy to know that you're getting this excited over power rangers
1: it's fine she never listens to this show anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she'll never find out
0: <laughs> no.
1: anyway um speaking of evil laughter this is the second time i think where rita said i want this monster and all of the minions are like i don't know i don't think this is a good idea and rita's like shut
0: up give me that monster now you're right the same thing happened with the the music monster yeah yeah
1: it's, it's interesting because right now obviously the pig monster was doing well and then Fencer was in the background and going yeah I'm just going to stay out the way for a while and make Rita suffer for a bit whilst I soak in this good karma and then blah 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 but this is a question I would like to put to you Okay. it's related to a Japanese show and it's like in the American version they all seem to question her uh, authority does it happen in the Japanese version where it's like oh, um, uh, Rita are you sure this is a good idea and Rita's like no this is a good idea do you know what I mean? Does that happen?
0: I don't think it happens quite as much. I mean, in this one, she says, you know, get me a Dora Cersei, which is the pig. Um, and he's kind of like, well, I already made a Dora Cersei, but it's not very good. And of so she says, you know, dust it off and put it out there. Yeah, I think there's possibly a bit more questioning in the American one. I don't think that's normal for Power no. Rangers, though. I don't think... As time goes on, I think they're more kind of cowering. I think it is much,
1: but it's just, it was just an interesting thing But I took note, which I didn't notice when I was a teenager,
0: that she was being questioned. So I just wondered if there was, that it happened in both versions. Sort of, but not quite as much. Tell you what, should we talk about the Japanese version while we're here?
1: Let's get to it.
0: I think we're at that time of the show when I start talking about what happened in the Sentai episode the episode is you ranger which sourced the pudgy pig footage so let's start with rita cuz while rita succumbs to this kind of random illness that is unspecified bandora's problems are actually a lot more self-inflicted oh well she spent 170 million years asleep and so she woke up with the munchies and put on 10 pounds so she's not actually ill she's starving herself until those 10 pounds go away
1: sorry what so she's on a diet
0: yeah, she's on a crash diet, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she's not ill. She's just weak from not having eaten. <laughs> so when she sees this grocer's son, and boy the yellow ranger comes across this grocer's son, who's kind of being teased for being fat and things, and he, follow- he kind of goes... He- boy rescues the kid, and he ends up going with him to dinner, and the family are eating, like, huge amounts of food. Mm-hmm. and boy kind of discovers that the reason that they're so kind of into mealtimes and encouraging to eat lots of stuff is because mealtimes are the one time they have together as a family
1: oh so nice. it's, kind of
0: their, it's kind of their bonding time anyway bandora's watching this and i can't tell whether she's more annoyed by the amount of food or the sight of food or the fact that they're bonding as a family
1: i mean they both are equally vile in her eyes
0: Pretty much. So, yeah, that's when she has plepricorn dust off Doris, say, from the reject pile. But instead of doing what Rita does and telling it to eat all the world's food, she just says go and torment that grocer's family so that they're starved and become angry with each other. Hang- Wait, sorry. Send <laughs> the
1: pig monster to torment the family so the yep. family are angry with each other and it works how what does he do to make them angry
0: well they start turning on each other you see you see them at mealtime and the pig moves faster than they can see so he kind of steals their food and they start blaming each other and it all gets a bit sort of tense um anyway then boy comes across the kid sort of who's like crying on a bench and going oh my family are falling apart and i've not eaten in days Wow. And so and so boy goes here, have a hamburger, and Pudgy Pig steals that, and then they're on to Pudgy Pig. What? Yep.
1: <laughs> so by this point, the jig is up. They now realise that there is a, a a a monster on the loose. It's time for the Power Rangers. Yes,
0: not quite. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, because before that, they've got to go back to their sort of cave where they sort of hang out when they're not going for dates and things and befriending children. Mm-hmm. That's where they look at their ancient books. And they find out that the pig monster is based on a creature from ancient Greece, who's called Circe, who in their version sowed discord among families by stealing their food, and he can only be stopped by this ancient herb called moly, which looks like a radish. Which looks a lot like a radish. You're with me, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm keeping. I'm starting to keep up with you now.
0: Yeah, so I actually looked this up. Uh, in- Circe is something from Greek mythology, but not a pig. Circe is actually a sorceress who appears in Homer's Odyssey. And she turns Odysseus's crew into pigs.
1: Ah, okay, okay. And
0: so the herb moly is just what protects Odysseus from her magic spells. So it's it's a kind of distortion of the actual ancient Greek myth. To be,
1: yeah, but... to be fair, that's a pretty interesting way of um, paying homage to the yeah. original story and making it your own. Okay, I, I, I can appreciate that.
0: So anyway, they. They go and fight Dora Cersei, and it goes exactly as it does in the US episode, to a point. You know, Dora Cersei eats their weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of Cersei teleporting the Rangers away, this old man turns up, this sort of weird looking old man, and he fires golf balls at Dora Cersei, which blocks his nose.
1: Sorry, what? No, uh, what?
0: An old man called Gnome, who kind of looks a bit like a gnome. Um, turns Ugh. up and starts fi- he's got a golf club just starts whacking golf balls at Dora Cersei and it blocks up his nose he sort of fires two in the nostrils that distracts Dora Cersei enough that he can teleport the Rangers away so actually that's not Pudgy Pig teleporting them away it's the old man called Gnome right uh, um, so, so wait but then Pudgy Pig uh, Pigman
1: Shoots lasers in the American version. He Shoots his laser thing at the... I guess that was
0: just superimposed on. Okay, okay fair enough. Yep. All
1: right. <laughs> okay, so okay, so Gnome teleported the rangers out of the way, and what happens next?
0: Yeah, so Gnome teleports the rangers to his house, basically, in the woods. And the the old man Gnome, he turns out to be a friend of Barza's, who you'll remember is, is their sort of Zordon figure. And he agrees to give the rangers the moly on one condition. They must first finish a massive feast.
1: That's weird. This is yeah. no time
0: to eat. They, well, they basically have to go man versus food on this. Why? 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 <laughs> that, that, that's make. Well, he's, is the old man lonely? Is there any explanation for this? Not really. I mean, I will say that I actually prefer the plot of the American episode because the plot of the American episode kind of makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm inclined to
1: agree with you because, like, we finding the witness spicy food he doesn't like but
0: then yeah well I guess the idea is that gnome isn't strictly a good guy he's not a bad guy what is he mischievous yeah yeah basically he's a mischievous gnome okay alright okay so anyway boy is the only one left because the other zoo rangers just pig out and like I can't eat anymore and boy gets to the end and there's one carrot left and he's like oh I hate carrots I can't do this Uh, And then he forces himself to eat the carrot. And then just as he's like, oh, done, the carrot reappears on the plate. And Gnome's like, ha, 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 What? Well, then they basically call Gnome on his BS. And the carrot turns into the moly, the radish. And then, yeah, Boy feeds it to the pig, just like you see in the episode. He puts it in a big subway, gives it to the pig. The pig explodes, gives back the power weapons, they fall on the power cannon and destroy the pig. The only other difference between the Japanese and American footage is that there's a good reason in the Japanese one why there's no Megazord battle.
1: Yes, that's something I didn't actually point out with the synopsis. There are no Megazords. There are no dinosaurs. There's nothing. Why is that?
0: That's because Bandora kind of raises her staff as if to make the monster grow. And then she just kind of goes, I can't be bothered, I'm too tired. Because she's, she's starved. She's just like, oh, I've got the energy. Oh. And she just kind of collapses. And that's it. So anyway, yeah, that's the Ranger footage. Any questions? Too
1: many for this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Puchy Pig. At the end of the episode, Rita kind of chastises Finster for making such a shit monster. Yeah. Which, even though, frankly, he'd already said at the start, it's rubbish. Yeah. Thing is, compare this monster to the gnarly gnome from last week. Pudgy Pig! Brings the goods. Absolutely. He actually does something. He terrorises people. He eats all the
1: food like he's supposed to do. He doesn't. He's an active go-getter who just wants to do his job and get paid, whilst the gnome guy just lounges around and does absolutely nothing.
0: Frankly, he's not that bad. It's better than that. He eats their weapons. You know, whereas Gnarly Gnome was kind of hyped up as this kind of, oh, he's fearsome, he's going to beat the rangers. Pochi Pig, yeah, he gets really trashed on both by Rita and frankly by like the fan base and the viewers but actually he's a pretty good monster he's
1: he, well yes but the trouble is he doesn't look very good he's not a very good design he i he, like him i think he's cute no wait a minute. look he looks like he looks like private parts of a man or a woman pick one or the other with a helmet <laughs> on top i was watching this several times and i was thinking hmm, there's something a bit off about this what could it be i'm not quite sure what it is i can't quite put my finger on it
0: He's like a little piggy
1: knight. I, I like it. I, Yeah. No, I disagree. I, I, I do not dig the design. There's too much flappy excess skin going around. And <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of the arms and the mouth stick. I'm not too fan of the idea of when once all the food uh, once all the food and all the power weapons were removed from the pig, it kind of shrivels up like... like it does kind of implode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like um, something that was used. It's times like these, I wish we were able to swear and talk about d- all the time because I, look, he looks like a f- scrotum, all right? But he looks like a f- scrotum or a f- vagina. I don't know, man. It's,
0: oh. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see it myself. I think you've been looking at some pretty weird scrotums.
1: Yes. It, well, well, I have the internet, so well. And
0: some even weirder vaginas.
1: You've never seen a vagina that looks like that before?
0: I am very much saying that I've never seen a vagina that looks like Pudgy Pig.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, look at I say? I've got more experience, I guess. But moving on!
0: Oh! Oh, I mean, it's true, but oh, that hurts. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sorry, that's not true. I'm just talking about looking at porn on the internet.
0: Oh, then I've got way more experience.
1: <gasps> oh, that sounds like a challenge right
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> The final thing that annoyed me in the episode, Alpha Five. Oh, Alpha, Alpha, Alpha. I didn't want to say too much
1: of this synopsis, but you're absolutely right. What is he doing? Two steps behind everybody, and he's just being super, super annoying.
0: It's the bit where they go to the command center. They've been summoned there. There's an emergency going on. Yeah. You know, sirens going off, and then Alpha just wanders in, going, Hey, dudes and dudettes, here's some baguettes I made for you. Not now, Alpha! There's a problem! Yeah. There's no time, there's
1: a monster on the loose.
0: Yeah, just like, shut
1: up, Alpha. The, the thing that really bugs me is, towards the end of the episode, with the piggy monster destroyed, everything's back to the normal, Alpha pops and goes, oh, Rages, I've got a solution to your problems! And that's the thing that really bothers me the most.
0: See, I assumed that when he said the solution to the problems, he meant the food fair. No, he. I'm
1: pretty sure he specifically says, I, know, I have come up with a plan to defeat the monster, which is the oh, exact maybe. same plan that the teenagers which I think it was Billy, in fact, the smart one. Billy said, oh, we'll line his food for a hot sauce and hot things. And, and Alpha says this towards the end of the episode. We know. We've done this. <laughs> that pig is sausage, as Zack said. Did he say that?
0: Yeah, he did. Or something along those lines. Well, there we go. I think this episode is sausage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um,
1: so how would you actually rate this episode?
0: Out of five power coins. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a tricky one. I mean, kind of, I prefer it to the Japanese episode. It's not often I say
1: that. I am in complete agreement. Uh, now that you've told me what happens in the Japanese version, I like the American version
0: more. Yeah, I mean, the American one makes a lot of logical sense, you know, despite the kind of monster and things. It's,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's something that we could all relate to rather than, oh, I am a gnome, I can help you out, but you've got to eat all this food. And, oh, it's a piggy monster coming down to terrorize a family by disrupting the Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the food fight scene itself is ridiculous, but it's also pretty good fun.
1: Yeah. In a weird kind of way, if you forego the fact that nobody acts like a normal human being, it can it can be kind of fun. And in a way, I think, well, me personally, I've always wanted to be in a food fight.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Yeah, so I'm going to give it three out of five power coins. I think it's a solid episode.
1: Mm. Okay, I, I started off with one power coin. I really wasn't impressed. Ouch! But, but... As the episode progressed and the story was told, I realized, that actually, this is quite good. And then it went up to two power coins. But now that you've told me what happens in Japan, <laughs> this. I'm I'm going to pump it up to three. And, and wow. say, it's like a, a reward for the America script writers and, the, and and all the storyboard people to say, you know what, Let, let's try and do something better. And they did, <laughs> which wasn't very hard, but they did something better.
0: A resounding three out of five power coins well that about wraps it up for this week do enjoy the movie if you go and watch it as I say do let us know what you think tweet us at rangerpod email us therangerpod.gmail.com also let us know what you think of the Pudgy Pig episode and join us again next week when we'll be talking about the episode Big Sisters we'll be cracking up over the power eggs and going all 90s with the rad bug it's the only way to fly what? yeah the rad bug It's, it's the only way to fly Oh this this is sounds
1: crazy. I got to watch this.
0: Well you'd better watch it because otherwise we'll have nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's fair. So again I've been PDT. This idiot here has been Grax That's oh, hey. Goodbye from us both. See you next week.